Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will be discussing our favorite movies of 2017 and what we think are the worst movies of 2017. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how are you doing? I am doing alright, man. I'm still a little under the weather. Because for those of you, you guys who did not listen to last to earlier this week, I am sick. I do have a cold, unfortunately, before the new year. New year, new me, right? <laughs> no, God. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you doing, Carlos? How you been, man? I am doing all right. Um, it's just, it's been a busy time, but, yeah, you know, it, it's you? it's that, no, not new me. <laughs> it is that time of year when we're able to talk about, kind of look back at the year and talk about this year as a whole in movies, and that's always exciting. Obviously, we can't do, like, our best or whatever yet just because, you know, Oscar movies and their release dates are frustrating, but we can talk about our favorites. Uh, but and I guess we should make that distinction as we before we get into the actual list um, or our, our actual lists. Um, we're going to be talking about our favorite movies of the year. So we're not saying these are the best movies. These are the movies we think are going to win Oscars, all that stuff like that's for later down the line. We'll probably do that. I would guess maybe early to mid February is probably when when we'll do that cuz then we'll both be 100% caught up ready to actually say those things but we're talking about our personal favorites so these are very personal lists there's going to be things on here that Ozzy absolutely hated on hated on my list and there's going to be things I'm sure that I don't think would never be anywhere near my list that are on Ozzy's list. It's just that's how it is. People have different personal tastes, and that's what we're just kind of relishing in that in these lists. Now, for the worst, we're just we're talking about the worst. Um, now, we might have different criteria how we come up with the worst, but, you know, that's just what we're going to do. But let's start positive, Ozzy. Does that sound good yeah. to you? Yeah, and by the way, we're not going to go too too deep into it, just because we have reviewed yeah, these. We reviewed before. all of these, so so if you guys do, if you guys do want a more in depth review of any of these movies that we do name, go back and listen to the episode. Yeah, it's easy peasy. Just type it in that search bar on iTunes, and you'll be able to find it. All right, well, let's get into these lists, and um, we'll start with our number tens. But even before we do that, I do want to say, going back and looking at this year, not only from like my personal favorites and how many there were in contention for this list. But even just looking at our ratings, and you might disagree with me, I think we discussed this a couple months ago, but I I think this is a better year in movies than last year. I really do believe that. Um, Um, I I mean, when it comes to blockbusters, I can probably give you that. But I don't think in general, though. I I do. I mean, just, uh, we can discuss it maybe when we get more to our best list, but... There's a lot of variety and a lot of things that both of us, you have a lot of nines this year, a lot. And I have a lot as well, but not nearly as many as you, but still, it's a lot for me even. Like, I definitely more than last year. 
Um, but it's, there's, it's been a, it's been a good year. I think it's been a sneaky good year. So, but let's get into these favorites lists. Uh, do you want to start or me? Uh, I can go ahead and start a few. All right, go for Um, it. Where's your number 10? My number 10 is Coco. Pixar's Coco. Surprised it's not slow. Yeah, man. I mean, I absolutely love this movie. I personally think it's better than Inside Out. We still need to have a poll, by the way. Oh yeah, um, we, do. we do need to have a poll. But I, I mean, maybe maybe we still give it like a few more, or like a week or so, just because I don't know if anybody's, if everybody has seen Coco. But I personally think that Coco is better than um, Inside Out. Um, I, the animation is absolutely beautiful. I love the story, the mythology behind everything, the characters, the music. It's all really well done, um, really well made. And Coco's number ten, man. All right. Um, so again, my personal list. And honestly, there, this was kind of tied with a couple of other things. Like the last two spots where I was like really not sure about how I wanted to do it. And honestly, this one kind of just won out just because I knew it would piss off Ozzy. And it is Power Rangers. You're absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. Oh, man. Um, I had plenty of fun with this movie. I grew up with this franchise. It's definitely something that has tons of nostalgia for me. And I think that this had potential to be a tr- really bad movie, and it was not that. And it was actually quite fun. And I honestly, and I said this when we reviewed it, and I'll say it again because it's still true, it's one of my favorite movie-going experiences in the past couple years. Just the atmosphere in the theater. You could tell that people who were there were people who liked this franchise and wanted to see it succeed. And it was just cool to be in the theater with people who were just excited to see a Power Rangers movie. And it was it was a lot of fun. And yes, it's stupid and it doesn't, you know, it's kind of silly, but who cares? Like, it, I just had tons of fun watching this movie, so it is my number 10. They're absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Don't hate on me. All right, hey, what's your anyways, number nine? My number nine is <laughs> Wind River, starring Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen. I think directed and also written by um, Sheridan Taylor. Taylor Sheridan, oh. I think. It's 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 those two names. I don't know I'm what order it is. I literally I'm gonna look it up right now. I'm gonna <laughs> look it up because like, I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to not see that. I also need to watch Sicario because there's a Sicario too. Yeah, coming out. Uh, I I'm, I'd be curious about Sicario. I think you might like it more than I did. I kind of thought that was one of the more overrated movies of 2015, but whatever. <laughs> okay, so but okay, sorry for getting off topic. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> this was actually like a really interesting story, and I'm gonna go ahead and say it's probably Jeremy Renner's um, best best performance in a very long time, if not his best performance in his career. I really loved this movie, and I love the cinema. This is actually one of the best one, one of the best shot movies of the year. Honestly, being honest with you, yeah, it does capture the the. It's Taylor Sheridan. Yeah, you're right, Carlos. Ter- Taylor Sheridan. Um. It does capture the the reservation that they're on like really well, and it, it, you know, just I love the soundtrack too because the soundtrack it's it's like it's very haunting uh, yet mysterious. So it's just you know, and the fact that this is based on like a true story is also very it's 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 upsetting a bit too. Mm-hmm. I think that Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen do have amazing chemistry in this movie. Oh, they do. It's one of the best chemistries you'll see all year. And I absolutely love this movie. If you guys have not seen this movie, I think it's on DVD now. You guys definitely need to watch Probably, the movie. It's yeah. just it's just it's a really good movie. One of my favorites. 
right. Yeah, I I, I like that movie. I didn't like love it, but I, I I think it's a great movie. So you should definitely check it out. I agree. All right, my number nine might be higher on your list if I had to guess. We haven't had any uh, movies that are on both of our lists yet. And let's see. This this is the first one, The Disaster Artist. No. Oh, really? Okay. That's mm-hmm. surprising to me. Uh, because you definitely like this movie more than I did. Um, no, I well, absolutely loved it. But I mean, like, I, this, like, you know, you know, like year. when you're going, <laughs> yeah. But you know, like when you're going through your stuff throughout the year and everything, um, I was just like, I mean, I really loved it. It was, it was a close call. But there was just like, I mean, I can say that like, there's just so many other good things out. Yeah, you know? it, it was definitely like in the, it was, it was there. Yeah, um, honestly, uh, and this might give away something that's, well, this is definitely going to give away something that's not on my list, uh, but I don't know if it's on yours, but I was really, really stuck between, like, this and War for the Planet of the Apes and, like, what I wanted to put on the list, and oh, I man. ended up with this one, uh, spoiler alert for the rest of my list, War is not on there, um, but, yeah, The Disaster Artist, I kind of, I gave it the edge just because... Again, I think they're all really close in my mind as to how much I like them, but I gave it the edge because I needed to put more of a comedy on here just because there's not too much of that on this list. Uh, but I, I just, I really, this, this is, in my opinion, it's the best, most complete comedy of the year. A girl's trip is great. Don't get me wrong, but I think this is a better overall, uh, comedy and I just, I laughed a lot in this movie, and it ended up being a pretty heartwarming story, which is something you didn't necessarily expect with this movie. And then, of course, I mean, I I could even justify putting my putting this on my list just because of James Franco, because he is magnificent in this movie. He's so good. So I I just again I had tons of fun with this movie. Really funny. I laughed a lot watching this. Uh, so that's why it's my number nine. Okay. All right. Interesting. All right, guys. My number eight is Spider-Man: Homecoming. We finally have commonality. Um, it's higher on my list, but yeah. You want to just wait to talk about it? Yeah, let's wait to talk about it. All right. What's your number eight? All right, my number eight is Wonder Woman. I have it higher on my list. All right, so we're waiting to talk about that one too. Moving on to your number seven. <laughs> I got Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle. That is not on my list, so I guess. Disaster Artist and Jumanji kind of flip places for us. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, this is just one of the better experiences that I had early, like, that I had this year with a movie. Like, I was having a great time in this theater watching all these four characters. I think The Rock, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, and Karen Gillian did such, such, did such a great job. Uh, we actually just got done reviewing this movie, so mm-hmm. again, if you guys want a more in-depth review, uh, you can go ahead and watch our review of that. Go ahead and listen to it, but I mean... It's I absolutely love this movie. Jack Black just blew me out of the water. I, so good. <laughs> I loved him in this movie. Um, he was so good. I, I want to see the movie again just because it's so good. Again, if you guys do go to Cinemark, Cinemark, I'm not trying to. I mean, I guess whatever. I guess I am trying to <laughs> get him some sales. But like, if you do, if you do go and you and you get the and you get the and you do and you do pay for D box like the seats that move, they will give you pins. I think it's great. Because you get like a pen. I mean, I don't know if like I don't know if it's all the same pens, but me and my sister we got the same one, and it, and it's a pen of Jack Black, and you see his character, and it goes, I can't even with this place, and I absolutely love how he says that line. It's so great, um, but yeah, just watch the movie if you guys haven't seen it yet. It's so funny. It's so good. 
such a great time. This, that movie just brought me back. Like, it made me want to be there because it's an adventure movie and I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Uh, if we did like a top 20, top 25, that, that would definitely be on there. But it's just, it's not all the way there for me. It, it wasn't one of like the main contenders for my list, but I completely understand why you would have it on yours. So, all right. My number seven is one that I am quite certain you're not going to have on your list because you and Enrique argued with me about this movie all the way back in what? In February? It was a while ago. And that is Split. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I love this movie. Um, number one, go watch all of M Night Shyamalan's early movies. I mean, it's I don't even, I don't even know. Like, I want to just kind of talk about it like in full, just because it's kind of common knowledge at this point. But at the same time, I'm not gonna do it just because I don't want to give anything really away with this movie. But this movie just shocked me at the end it really just it completely made me change my entire view of the movie and it got me excited genuinely excited for an Night Shyamalan movie moving forward and that is impressive because if you know anything about Shyamalan and his history with movies he started off extremely hot making let's be honest an all-time classic, and then a lot of really, really great movies, including Unbreakable and uh, Signs people love as well. And then he kind of just went on the went in the gutter, and nobody wanted to see any of his movies. And then to come back and do what he did with Split, and to get people excited, not even just looking forward to his next movie, but excited about his next movie. That speaks volumes about this movie. I love this movie. I think James McAvoy, unfortunately, is has been forgotten at this point in terms of Oscars because he freaking deserves it. He was amazing in this movie. But I I just... This movie needs more love, and it needs all the love you can get, and it's getting tons of love from me. That's why it's number seven on my list. Uh, I mean, it, it definitely would have been, like, top, of, top, like, 20, you know? Yeah. I don't know what number, but it would have been in the top 20. But, I mean, I, he does give... James McAvoy is a powerhouse. Um, the only reason why I couldn't be on the list was just because the ending. Can't <laughs> be in there. But, further on. We're not going to get into this debate, Carlos. Yeah, we're not going to do it again. <laughs> um, if you guys wanted that debate, we have it, actually. Yeah. Um, I, was was Brianna on for that episode? I think she was, I, because she, I think we had somebody else on my side, right? Yeah, but I don't think it was her. Uh, then who was it? I don't know. I know it was you and Enrique just, were... It might be Jesse. Maybe. Or Bob. Or Bob, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe Miles. <laughs> We're naming everybody now. But it yeah. could it could have been I any I of know them. For a I... Fact. I know for a fact it wasn't her because she's, she's only done, at least from what I, rec- I recall, she's only done like a Lego movie and then she's done like another review with us. But that's yeah. it. But, okay, sorry. Getting off topic. <laughs> You're good. Thor Ragnarok is my number six. Ooh, um, that is higher on my list. So... Uh, yeah, let's wait for that one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. My number six is another one that I know for sure is not going to be on your list. And that is Mother. (laughs) Yeah. Um, that, this might just say a lot about me and how I like very strange movies and that's fine. Um, this is probably going to be on my best list. Probably again, it's a very stacked year. So who knows, but this is also my favorites because for one reason, one reason only, and that is the conversation that it sparked. I was able to have 
so many, and I'm not exaggerating when I say hours of great conversation about this movie after I saw it. And to me, that is what I love about movies, and I love when movies can do that. When movies can get you talking and talking about your friends and or talking to your friends and theorizing and saying, what do you think this meant? What do you think this meant? All that stuff. That is the mark of a great movie to me, and that is what I love in movies when they can do that, and that is what Mother did with me. So I can completely appreciate this movie, and I love this movie, and I know it's weird. I know it's freaking dark and demented, and there's some graphic stuff in there that would keep it off a lot of people's lists, and I completely get and respect that. But for me, the discussion made it all worth it. I loved it. Movie had balls. (laughs) <laughs> Big balls this year. It freaking did. Um, all right. Number five for me is War of the Planet of the, of the Apes. All right. I already said it's not on mine, so take it away. <laughs> uh, first of all, the posters for this movie were just absolutely amazing. Oh, I absolutely gorgeous. love the posters for this movie. They're one of the best posters all year. Um, I absolutely love this movie. This movie was really good. I really like the fact that we got, like, human. I, I, and it's interesting because, you know, again, we kind of got to revert. It switched roles this time. It's. It's Caesar kind of taking care of a little girl. Um, there is, you know, and I really like that because, you know, you know, it first started off with James Franco taking care of him and now Tim taking care of a little girl. So I thought that would be, I thought that was just really interesting to see that dynamic really play out. <clears throat> and um, it's the conclusion of this, this amazing trilogy and um, which no movies have been bad. I think the second one is the best yes, one. Definitely. But, um, I think this is clearly in the, in the a second, like the second best. And I love, I love the action. I love some of the dialogue. And Woody Harrison is a force to be reckoned with in this film. Absolutely, gives a gr- amazing performance. Um, Andy Serkis gives another outstanding performance as as Caesar, which he does not get enough recognition for. Um, and you know, just. You know, this is, a, again, a, a really great... I mean, this is a great shot film. Mm-hmm. And the CGI in this movie, when it comes to how the apes look, really good, really well done. It better um, get a freaking nomination, at least. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that this has not gotten the nomination, just just for visual effects, is absolutely insane to me. Matt Reeves, I think that's what his name is called, right? Yeah, he's the director. Um, he does. He's done an amazing job. Um, handling these first two movies, and you know, unfortunately, we're not going to get any more. But one of the best trilogies of the decade, and um, just extremely well done. I absolutely love the story, and just to see it conclude the way I did, it was it was uh, it was a good conclusion. So yeah, uh, what I'll say about this and why it's not on my list. This is a movie that has kind of depreciated in my mind over time. I loved it when it first came out. And as we've gone along and I've gotten some distance from it, I've been like, was it really that great? And I actually got it for Christmas. So I have been watching it and I, and like five minutes, I've got like five minutes left in the movie. Um, I've been watching it for over, over the last two days. And it's funny because a lot of the things that I loved about it the first time I watched it, I haven't loved as much the second time. It feels, um, I believe we even talked about this when we reviewed it, like it feels like at times it's like a western and at times it's like a jailbreak movie and at times it's a war movie and all this different stuff. And uh, for me, I loved it the first time because of that and it felt like so many different genres, but now I've kind of grown to resent it for that. I feel like it kind of gives me whiplash in terms of its tone. Um, 
and I, I still think it's a great movie. Don't get me wrong. I just, I guess this is a little bit of a warning. Don't be surprised if this ends up falling out of my best as well. Um, I, I think Andy Serkis is great, and it's unfortunate. I actually tweeted this uh, recently. It's unfortunate, and it's kind of sad that we have all kind of accepted that he's not going to get a nomination for this movie. And that's silly because he is fantastic. But I don't know. It's just the movie is not, in, in my mind, it's not close to the second one. I think the second one is clearly the best. It's the masterpiece of the bunch. And the other two are both great movies that just don't reach the second one, in my opinion. But obviously, we can have disagreements there and we can talk about that at a later date. So let's move on. Um, my number five, that's what we're on, right? Yep. All right. My number five, <laughs> another movie not going to be on your list because you never saw it. And this is one that I think you're coming to town pretty soon. So hopefully, because you are in a separate town than I am right now, but hopefully maybe my sister will have this movie and we can watch it when you're over here. And that's it. Uh, it is awesome <laughs> it's a great horror movie it's probably my favorite in a weak year for horror if i'm being honest it's a pretty weak year for horror movies this is one of my favorites and well it is my favorite of the bunch and it's honestly more funny than it is scary but at the same time it just gets you attached to its characters in a very similar way and i'm not I'm making this comparison because it's an easy comparison but at the same time i think it it, it fits and it to stranger things I think it very much has a Stranger Things feel because of the 80s setting and also because it revolves around these kids and it's just their personalities kind of clashing and um, going like their friend group really works well together. And then obviously the scariness of the clown and he ha he gives a fantastic performance. Uh, Skarsgård, I, that, it was Skarsgård. He gives a great performance and it's just – I. I love this movie. I came out of this. I think I saw this movie twice, if I'm not mistaken. So, and as we continue on in this list, there's going to be a couple of those where I saw it multiple times. And this is the first one of those bunch. Um, I, I just love this movie. It's one of my favorite horror movies of the year. And it was just a lot of fun to watch and not in a traditional horror sense. I was like, normally if you have a horror movie, I'm just like, what did you scare me? And this movie didn't really scare me. But it's just tons of fun to watch in the theater, and it, it it's just a great take on this older character and this um, classic novel. So I, I quite enjoyed this movie. So that's why it's number five for me. What do you got, Ozzy? Okay. Alrighty. Number four for me is Wonder Woman. All right. Now we can talk about it. Wonder Woman is just so amazing. It's DC's best film. Um, I actually had somebody tell me yesterday, the guy that I was arguing with <laughs> told me that he found it boring. Can he give me a reason why he just found it boring? I was like, what? I don't know. That's what he said. Shout out to Chris. Chris told me it was boring. He doesn't know why. He just finds it boring. Um, he said he found it. He's like, he's like, it's DC's Captain America's the first Avenger, basically, and that he just he just found it boring. And I was like, I mean, sure, whatever. That's that's, that's, that's uh, I, like I don't your opinion, it. man. I don't. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, right. I just I didn't get it. I was ready to have like a debate, you know, like no, nah, like you know, like I, I was ready, I was ready to have like a full on debate, you know. Yeah. And 
I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I mean, he didn't give you anything to like debate against. If he just said it was boring and can't tell you why, then there's nothing to really fight against. It's just, That's what I'm saying. I was like, I, I was like, I mean, I was like, I mean, I, mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All like, right. I was, but why I did was, you like, not find it boring, Ozzy? <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot. We still need to, you know, what? I'm gonna look up how she says her name. <laughs> not right now. Yeah. Gal no, Gadot. No, no, do we'll go with that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it right now. It's okay. too much. But. Um, I just think she did so well in this role. Oh, yeah. Just because, like, everybody, everybody, like, everybody still denounced her, but, like, still saying, oh, she's not Wonder Woman. Like, and she just, she just did such a great job in this movie. I'm really, I'm really leading this movie, you know, I really loved it. And she, this was not only an amazing movie, this is also an inspiring movie. That's such a great message in this movie. And Patty Jenkins' direction, She's the I star. think she really did an amazing job. I absolutely love Patty Jenkins. And I said it last night, and I'll say it again, I'm absolutely ashamed of the Golden Globes that they did not even nominate uh, any any of these women directors this year because this has been a powerhouse year. Um, absolute powerhouse year when it comes to these uh, women that are, direct, that are directing because it just, each and every one of those films, I haven't seen my buying it yet, but... Um, from the ones that I have seen, they've just been out of the park really well, like really well done. And um, Patty Jenkins did an amazing job with this movie. I really did love the direction. Um, I think the chemistry between Gal Gadot and, and Chris Pratt was absolutely amazing. <clears throat> and that's the mythology that they set around this character. It it's really really well done. Yeah. And yeah, that is why it's my number four. Look, all right. Gal Gadot's amazing. I love her in this role. I've grown to really love her in this role. But I've said it before, and I'll say it until the end of time. Patty Jenkins is the star of this movie. Her direction is what makes this movie succeed, period. End of story. It is the reason this movie is so good. And you can complain all you want about the last act and how it's really kind of cheesy. The villain is really, it doesn't quite work. And the reveal of that is kind of silly. All that stuff. I agree with all of that stuff. But for me, what Patty Jenkins is able to do with this movie structurally and the genius of this movie, and I'm not exaggerating, the genius of this movie thematically is the reason this movie works. It's Patty Jenkins is able to bring out so many just grand themes in this movie and this movie feels so light and heartfelt and i just really really love this movie i really do and it's i've heard this before and i wasn't quite sure why i why people would say this but i have come to understand the comparison this is this generation and honestly (laughs) the female genders version of Superman the movie. Now they have a super. Now there is a female superhero who little girls can look up to, and that is cannot be lost. That is freaking important, and I love and appreciate this movie for that. And honestly, even if we were to just take away everything from this movie and just do just have the no man's land scene, I would still have this movie in my top ten favorites because that scene is awesome and it is iconic and it's going to be a scene that we're going to be remembering for a long, long time. Hundred percent agree with that. So, uh, what are we on? My number four. Yep. All right, my number four is Lady Bird. 
you know is going to be on here because I've seen this movie three times and I would easily go see this movie a fourth. And I might because my sister still hasn't seen it. Um, and Lady Bird is just awesome. I love this movie. I think it is really, really, again, heartfelt and again, just a well-told kind of simple story, but it has a lot to say. And Saoirse Ronan is just, I mean, she's awesome and she's probably going to get nominated and Greta Gerwig's going to get nominated. I would hope so. She's freaking better because you cannot tell me there have been five better directing jobs than Greta Gerwig this year. Obviously, I haven't seen everything yet, but she better. Um, I, I just, I had so much fun with this movie. I think it was funny. It was realistic. It felt very realistic. It felt down to earth. It was sad at times. It was heartwarming. I, I got everything that I needed out of this movie. This, to me, and Ozzy, you're definitely going to disagree with me, and that is completely fine, but to me, this is this year's Sing Street for me, where I just, I can watch this movie over and over again and get something different out of it every time. I love it. So, that's why it's my number four. I mean, if it's just Shank Street this year, I mean, it's your Shank Street. I mean, it's just <laughs> not my Shank Street. Fair enough. All right, my number three is Logan. Not on my list. I actually have to say that's very disappointing. <laughs> very disappointing. Um, Logan was just such a such a well-done movie, and Hugh Jackman gives an amazing last performance as Wolverine. Um, I really loved him in this in this movie. Him and, and him and Patrick Stewart have such great chemistry still after all these years. Still have such amazing chemistry, and I think that shines in this movie as well as um, as, as Hugh Jackman chemistry with X twenty three. I think that is also some amazing chemistry there. The action in this movie is absolutely brutal, and it's cringeworthy, but like it's so good at the same time. Um, I absolutely love this movie, and this movie did cheer me up a bit. This movie was very done, like very well, very well made. Sorry, well done, <laughs> uh, but very well made. And it's it's Hugh Jackman's last, um, last. It was Hugh Jackman's last time playing Wolverine, and this was his outing in that role. And um, I think they couldn't have done it more, and I think they couldn't have done it in, in more of a better way. So, yeah. The funny thing is I agree with everything you just said, but for some reason this movie just didn't get to me the way that it seems to have gotten to a lot of other people. And that's completely fine. It's just, uh, for me, this movie just didn't hit me the way it did other people, and I've uh, accepted that. Now, it is a movie that I am planning on rewatching before the end of the year, so I hope that maybe this movie will change my mind and maybe I'll regret not having it on this list, but for right now, I just can't do it, so... Yeah. All right. Well, All right. my number three is we can finally talk about now, and that is Spider-Man Homecoming. Take it away. So, Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, this is a movie that, if it weren't for something else that is still um, <clears throat> higher on my list, would be my favorite MCU movie since Guardians of the Galaxy. Because after I saw it, I was like, that was so much fun. I had a lot of fun in that movie. And it was the most fun I've had in an MCU movie since Guardians. And then something else came out later in the year and kind of dethroned it. But this, I mean, Tom Holland is excellent in this movie. Um, 
there's so many good performances. It was a great choice to have a friend that he could kind of confide in and add some humor to it. It felt very much like Ant-Man in that respect. Um, and then there's also, I love that the suit talks to him because it allows us to kind of see his inner monologue and we get a lot of humor that way. And we get to see more of Tom Holland shine through in that way. And I, it's really impressive that Robert Downey Jr. did not feel forced in this movie because that was what everyone was concerned about, that it was going to feel like an Iron Man movie, all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. Well, it doesn't. It was the perfect amount of Robert Downey Jr. It was a great fit, a really simple story, even if I didn't like the villain as much as a lot of people seem to have. And I still just think that this is a good movie. I don't think it's a great movie, but I can't deny the fun that I had with this movie and with this story. So I, uh, it's my number three for that reason. And for the reason of it's probably my third favorite, not saying best, third favorite MCU movie. So what's your number second? Huh? What's what's your second? Uh, well, we'll get there. <laughs> huh? Okay. What's your two? Um, <clears throat> my number two is Logan Lucky. Oh wow! I I was not expecting that. Okay, all right, take it away, Ozzy. Dude, I absolutely love this movie. I absolutely love this movie. Channing Tatum gives the performance of his career. He does such an amazing job. And I absolutely love this chemistry with Adam Driver. They're just so great. I love them together. As brothers, they were amazing. Um, I, I, this movie was just so funny. And I, I love, like, I'm, I'm always down for, like, a good heist film. I, I don't find that, um, I just find them so fun because you're just, you're just with people that, um, that you trust, you know, yeah. apparently. <laughs> and um, I just absolutely loved, uh, like, the cast as well. I mean, like I said, I mean, I already mentioned some people, but, I mean, Daniel Craig, I'm I'm going to be upset because I, I, I think he should be at least nominated for a Best Supporting Actor because he just does so well. And I'm just used to seeing him as James Bond, and he was just the complete opposite in this film. He blew me out of the water for me he's just a stink he just gives like such a stand-up performance i absolutely loved it i think the movie was and i found it so clever how they were able to plan everything mm-hmm. and it, i just absolutely love the story the writing um just just the idea of it i absolutely loved it so yeah it's another one that was kind of on the border of consideration for me but didn't quite get there so it's another one that i would say that it definitely solidly be in my top 20 it's just not my top 10 but to each their own all right um my number two is the movie that bumped spider-man homecoming from being my second favorite mcu movie and that is thor ragnarok uh dude thor ragnarok let's get into it This movie is hilarious, and if we are willing to count this movie as a comedy, I will say that it is the best comedy of the year. If not, then I will gladly say The Disaster Artist is, but it's so funny. It really is. Uh, Taika Watiki, or however you say his name, excuse me, um, he is a brilliant comedic director, and I love that he was able to take the reins of this franchise. Chris Hemsworth is able to shine in his kind of comedic moments, and it's it's a really great story. I mean, it really is. Um, with Hela as the villain, she's not fully developed, but she is just a great. She gives such a great performance in this role, and of course, I mean, 
Loki is Loki. So I, I love that as well. And their, their dynamic and a lot of the cameos in this movie. It's, it's just, it's tons of fun. I quite enjoyed this movie. Where was this on your list, Aussie? Um, which movie we're talking about Thor mm-hmm. Ragnarok, right? Um, Thor Ragnarok was actually number, I believe it was six. Okay. Look, I absolutely loved it, and the fact that they kind of redid Thor and his and like in in the last movie. I don't know if they're making a fourth now because the third was so successful. But um, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but if this is the last Thor movie, I mean, they really just redid him in the third movie, which was I found absolutely interesting, and I love that the fact that they added the Hulk in there, yeah. like yeah. in here. I mean, I absolutely loved it. I mean, everybody was saying that um you know planet the planet cult uh story was butchered i mean i heard somebody say that like a few weeks ago and i was like i mean you're just not gonna have the story i mean not everything that's in the comics is gonna transcend but i feel i feel like they i feel like they substituted that pretty damn well yeah. i mean this is i absolutely love this this uh just the dynamic that these two characters had especially valkyrie mm-hmm. um i thought she thought she was an amazing addition to the team and I just I love the dynamic that Thor has with Loki. I love that Thor is finally starting to you know like master Loki in a sense, like get him. Yeah. And for me, this is for me Chris Hemsworth is one that really shines in this movie. Mm-hmm. I know everybody says like you know Tom Hed- Tom Hiddleston's always one shining, but this one it's clearly Chris Hemsworth. This is this. This is Chris Hemsworth movie, and he just absolutely outdid himself, and I absolutely loved his character in this film. Definitely, so, yeah. definitely. Uh, it's funny you're compl- you're talking about people complaining about the Hulk storyline, and it wasn't like the Gladiator Planet wasn't what it was supposed to. All that stuff. It's like relax, people, and that kind of bleeds into um, a movie that's going to be on my number one. But fanboy culture is just. Drive it. It is infuriating. Infuriating sometimes. It really is. Yeah. Um, absolutely. All right. What's do you? Did we do your number two? Yeah. We're okay. So what's two. your number one then? My number one is only the brave. That's your favorite movie of the year. Look, man. Wow. Here's here's why it's my favorite movie of the year. And that's what I told my friend last night. I don't think any movie this year has got me to care about. These about any about any set of characters like Only the Brave did. I absolutely loved these characters. Like I was so, I felt like I was part of the family with these characters. Like I absolutely loved these characters, and just the fact that I was and I, and I also really liked the fact that I was learning about about these wildfires while I was watching a movie. I felt like I felt like I was informed, you know, mm-hmm. that I was being educated about what this was through a movie and that they caught and that they caught these uh they caught the the wildfires really well i mean there was Mm -hmm. there was one like there's one in california i don't know if it's still going on but i think it's like wildfire thomas i don't know but there's one a few weeks ago and i you know obviously it's tragic but as soon as i heard about it i was thinking about only the brave you know how there's these heroes these these wildfire firefighters out there trying to contain this wildfire you know yeah, and I absolutely just I felt educated not only about what they do, but like, but like how it affects different communities and everything. And I absolutely loved it. 
You know, so if I can be educated and also care about the characters at the same time, and I don't think a, a film has done that in a very long time. And again, that's why it is my number one favorite film of the year. Jeez, you genuinely surprised me. I was not expecting that to be your number one. That's uh, awesome. All right. Well, my number one, it, look, I tried to fight it as much as I could, but who am I kidding? I I love this movie. It's it's Star Wars Last Jedi. I freaking love this movie. I, I it's I've had to fight for this movie uh, since it came out just because people are dumb. Um, now again, if you dislike the movie, that's fine. Just have legitimate reasons for it, not stupid fanboy reasons. Um, and I I just the more I think about this movie, the more I've seen this movie because I have seen it like Lady Bird three times. Um, the more I grow to appreciate and love this movie and love what Ryan Johnson did with this movie. Ryan Johnson is one of my favorite directors working today. And even though this movie is flawed, which is again, why I say not saying it's the best movie of the year. It's not going to be on my top 10 best of the year. It's just not, but it's my favorite just because of the just pure fan highs that this movie was able to give me and the amount of times this movie was able to genuinely like Ozzy just did genuinely surprise me is impressive you don't you don't get that in these kind of movies really ever I mean how many times have we been genuinely surprised in even a Marvel movie right like it happens maybe once in a movie maybe that sometimes it's just like not even really like you can kind of see where it's going and it does it and it's, it's awesome because they're characters that you love and you're like that's cool but how many times does a movie genuinely do something that you don't expect, especially one of this caliber? It just, it doesn't happen. And the fact that this movie was able to do it at least three times, if not four times in this movie, that's, that's insane to me. I just had so much fun watching this movie. And every time I just think about or talk about this movie, it's again, you know, what, like I said with Mother, if I can talk about a movie and it's a movie can get people talking and get people com conversing about it. That, to me, is what marks a successful movie, and this movie succeeds on that level, certainly. So, I just, I love this movie. So, it is my number one. As much as, even if after the first time, I was like, I thought this was easily going to be my number one, and it wasn't, and it's not. Well, after two more viewings, and again, hours of talking about it, it clearly is. It, it, there's no denying it. Even if I tried to fight it, it's my number one favorite of the year. I wouldn't say it's in my top 20 favorites. I mean, it's a good movie. Again, you're just um, not a Star Wars guy. You, I mean, you know, so that, that definitely plays into it a little bit. But <sighs> Yeah. I mean, it was a good movie. Um, we're, it's funny, though, because I was actually having a Star Wars discussion last night. <laughs> uh, that's why I called you at 2 a.m. in the morning. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it, I love this movie. So it's definitely my number one favorite of the year. All right, well, let's move on to a list that I hope will take less time than we just took with our favorites. Because a lot of these movies, if I'm being honest, I'm not going to remember a lot about them. <laughs> um, and there's not going to be too, too much to talk about with some of them. So it'll be just as simple as they're bad. We're going to talk about our top 10 worst movies of the year. And I'm curious, before we get started with this list, how did you go about it? Did you kind of just look at your ratings did you go and just I say which one did ratings. i hate you know? i kind of went up my ratings and i was just kind of remembering like which ones i hated the most 
Yeah. Um, I actually did mine purely based on ratings, just because I was like, I don't want to put any more effort into this than I have to. So I just took my 10 worst ratings of the year, sorted out the ties, and then I'm just going to do it from there. Um, but yeah, so do you want me to start this time? Yeah, go ahead. All right, my number 10 is um, The Great Wall. Oh, that's higher on my list, honey. <laughs> All right, so we that can talk about that. List. We can talk about that later. Um, Ozzy, what do you got? My number 10 is Collide. Oh, that is definitely higher on my list. Uh, all right, you're, uh, my number nine, then, is Geostorm. That's eight. Okay, so that's we can eight. talk about that now. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's... I mean, it's bad. It's just, I mean, there's, I think with Geostorm, there's a little bit of redeeming qualities in the sense of that there's moments when it's laughably bad and the CGI is just so like CW level that it's just like, this is so dumb. And there's, but I guess that's kind of its downfall too, because there's no sense of urgency, no sense of stakes. And it's just poorly acted, poorly conceived. The story doesn't make any sense. It's, it's a bad movie. It's just... It's a bad movie. Yeah. It's like Independence <laughs> World times five. Like, it's just really bad. I don't understand, like, what they thought that they were going to do with this movie. They're just like, you know what? Disaster movie? Except more. Yeah. It was so stupid. And I don't even understand the motives as to why they were doing everything. It was just stupid. It looked really dumb. CGI was really bad. Um, the script was atrocious. I did not care for about any of these characters. I did not give a damn about any of them. I was like, if you die, you die. That's it, bro. I don't care. I don't care. Um, they didn't even have the balls to kill off like these two characters at the end. I would have given it like a two, like a like a zero point two, like you know, higher. That's what would have killed them. They didn't. <laughs> um, oh, and for um, for the record, I gave the Great Wall a two point nine and Geostorm a two point eight. So. Yeah. Whatever. I just <laughs> All right. Uh well that was your number eight, so we're on to my number eight, correct? No, we're gonna do my number nine because that oh, okay. was that was your number right, right, that right, was your right. number nine. Okay. That was my number eight. Um uh Underworld Blood Wars is my number nine. Um that is higher. So we'll Jesus pass that. Everything's high everything everything's higher for you. <laughs> well, I guess in terms of like badness, we would technically say lower, but you know, it's weird semantics. All right, moving on. Uh, my number eight is, I think this might be higher on yours and it's all lies on me. No, no. Is, not, is it not on your list? No, it's not on my list. Wow. That's okay. That's surprising. Oh, I, get... I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hate the movie as much as you did. I think Dude, I, feel it's... Like I probably dogged it more, but like just, I was actually just thinking about each and every one of these movies and I was just like, you know what? There were some, there were some redeeming qualities at least in all eyes on me, but every other movie on my list does not have any redeeming qualities. I, I mean, the, the biggest redeeming quality in this movie is the lead performance. In my opinion, obviously like I'm not a huge fan of this genre of music, so I don't know too much. And that's kind of the biggest flaw for me with this movie is I don't think I learned anything about this character and this person. I feel like I came out of this movie, not understanding him, even more <laughs> like and that's not good when you're talking about a biopic that's not what you want uh it just it didn't work for me it felt like it was shot like and just gen in general felt like a music video 
it's just it's not a good movie. It's a two point eight, and it's my number eight on this list. So, all right. So now we already did your eight. So yep. now to my number seven, and that is the circle. Dude, same here. The circle's number seven. Awesome. All right. Uh, I give this movie a 2.8. Finally, on, this, finally <laughs> on the same page. The circle was just so dumb, and it's probably one of Tom Hanks's worst movies of all time. It was really it's bad. It's terrible. Um, the fact that these two idiots were talking about the truth <laughs> and saying that everything should be out in the open when they had private emails was absolutely stupid. And... Emma Watson's character was absolutely trash. Yeah. Because she, I didn't understand her motives whatsoever for doing what she was doing. I just really hated her character. John Boyega's character was absolutely garbage. Everything about this movie was garbage. <laughs> didn't uh, make sense. No. Any of the character motivations yeah. didn't make sense. <laughs> so bad. Whatsoever. She almost dies. She's like, you know what? To make it i want everything to be seen and it, it shows bad. it's kind of like the flip side of karen gillen's performance in um in jumanji because karen gillen is quite bad in this movie as well um i'm not gonna say she's bad but like some everybody's that, bad in this movie i'm not gonna say karen gillen's bad because i think she does a decent job but the reason why she's bad i think the reason why you don't like her performance is because Everything that happens to her character was absolutely random. Yeah. Okay. That's At true. first she's fine. She's doing great. But the next like the next like thirty minutes, she's like she's like, you know, she's skeptical about everything. And then the next thirty minutes she's like crying and bawling for no reason. Like like what is going on? What is Are the you good? I remember <laughs> there being like I don't remember a lot about this movie to be honest. I mean, I remember the plot doesn't make any sense, but I know there's a conversation between um, Emma Watson's character and somebody else, like in the hallway, like in a hallway, that was literally one of the worst acted scenes I've ever seen. I can't remember who the person was that was talking to her. I, I don't remember. All I know is this movie has awful performances, it's terribly written, and it doesn't deserve any more time for us talking about it. It was just atrocious. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's your I, number? Yeah. Oh, we were, that was your number seven. Okay. So yep. my, my number six um, A Bad Mom's Christmas. Nope, that's – nope, higher. Anyways. All right, moving uh, on. You're number, number six. number six is Transformers The Last Night. <laughs> um, that's higher. So, <laughs> uh, man, that's that's a little surprising that it's that low. Uh, you wanted to give this movie like a negative, didn't you? Or is that something else? Uh, something else. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on then. Uh, my number five is Flatliners. I don't think you saw this movie, correct? No, I didn't see it, no. Well, good for you. You dodged a bullet here. Um, this movie, I don't know what this movie wanted to be. It was kind of a sci-fi movie, kind of a horror movie, but also kind of like, just, I don't even know. Like, it just, it was so many different things, and it would like switch. I don't even know. I don't know what the, like, I don't know. This is one of those movies when I think I said, I honestly don't know what this movie wanted to be. I don't. It's just, it's such a weird movie, and, I mean, look, Ellen Page is fine, and I think she's the redeeming quality here, just her performance, but it's, 
there's just nothing here. There's nothing to chew on. Every time the movie asks an interesting question, it abandons it. And that's extremely frustrating as a viewer. You know, we talk about the supernatural element of it, and it's like, okay, then nothing ever comes of that. We just approach it from a sci-fi angle, and nothing ever comes of it. You know, it's just, the whole movie is conflicting itself, and it's betraying the things that the movie sets up earlier. It's really dumb. Ellen Page tries her best, but not it's not enough. So it's just, it's not a good movie. All right, let's, and I give that a 2.5, by, by the way, for the record, uh, as with A Bad Mom's Christmas. All right, your number five, then. The Great Wall. You have this higher on your list, right? <laughs> yes. Well, no, What's I had your... that at number 10. All right, you had that number 10. All right, just, just, to, just to be clear, just so that the viewers <laughs> know. So the, so the Great Wall is your number 10. It's my number five. Absolute garbage. <laughs> Absolute garbage. Trash. Um, the, this has not been, and I was actually talking to somebody about this last night. This has not really been a good year for Matt Damon. It hasn't been. I don't know what this man's been doing. I don't know why he be, I don't know why he's choosing bad scripts. Um, but this is by far his worst work, I think, when it comes to this year. This is his worst performance, was, definitely. Yeah, it was just atrocious. Absolutely horrible. I did not care about anything that was going on in this movie. The reason why it's at my number five was because, I, like, the reason why it's, like, so high up was because, for me, it was, like, at least enjoyable for, like, some action sequences. But even then, it looked like discount Power Rangers because of all the uh, color yeah. schemes that were going on. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Um, I didn't care for the mythology. It was, was horrible. somewhat fascinating, but at the same time, it's just, like, it doesn't make any sense. And... It's kind of I'm I'm surprised this movie wasn't docked more like or attacked more for being offensive because it's gotta be I mean it's I don't know like, I think this is China's I think this is China's first big budget film yeah yes and geez. for some reason they chose a white man they chose Matt David it's like what are you doing oh like at least go for an Asian American like if you want an American to lead like to lead this like at least choose an Asian American like I don't understand why you gotta choose Matt Damon. Matt Damon kept flip-flopping between accents. He That's even true. It was so bad. Like, I don't understand what he was doing. He was just cashing Pedro... in the paycheck. His mind was just on the check that he just got. That's it. <laughs> Pedro Pascal was there uh, randomly. For I don't even reason. know what. <laughs> for some reason. Um, William Dafoe was there for some reason. Um, I, I, I didn't care. I really didn't. Um... I don't understand how a thief can be so damn good at everything, but then the soldiers that have been fighting, yeah, training for this war, are absolute garbage. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, whatever. It was really bad, and I would it would have been higher on my list, but there was just four of the movies that beat it. <sighs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Um, my number four is. A movie that I think was, um, we already, you already mentioned on your list, and that is Underworld Blood Wars. Alright, so for the record, Underworld Blood Wars was nine, my number nine, and that is his number five, I believe, right? Four. It's your number four? Yeah. No. What, what's your number five? Flatliners. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, four. Okay, yeah, sorry, my bad. Uh, um, yeah, I give this yeah. movie a two, by the way. <laughs> I don't remember what I gave this movie, but this movie was really bad. I don't know why she keeps coming back and doing these movies. It was just really horrible because these, these movies have 
progressively gotten worse over the years, and it's funny because I've seen every single one, and I think the mythology is there, or was there, but it just keeps declining every time. Yeah. And I don't care for these movies. Um, This, in tandem with the next movie on my list, are two movies that I've not seen either in their franchise, and I don't know anything about them. I watched these movies just because like it was January and there was not really any much or not really much of an option in terms of what to see. And I saw them and this one definitely is as much as the next one. I just, I don't care. And I don't think that there's, there was nothing really in there that made me want to go back and watch the rest of these movies. And yeah, it's just, it's really quite dumb <laughs> it's just there's a lot of stupidity the mythology kind of doesn't make any sense to me um uh, clearly i'm jumping in like late into this franchise but it, it they didn't do a good job of kind of throwing me into it and kind of getting me acquainted um it's just there's nothing here and honestly it, this movie was so long ago it was almost a year ago that i saw this and I don't remember much about it other than it was not good. And it did not make me want yeah, to go like back. Yeah, like Kate Beckinshield, man. She was just yeah. all over the place. Because I remember um, I remember something happened. And then she came back with like a jacket. And her hair was dyed. <laughs> and all of a sudden, oh, yeah. she was yeah. a complete badass. And I was just like, so you, okay. you, just, you, just, needed, so you just needed a jacket? Is that, is that all you needed? I have like 15. Could have given you one. Um, it was just really bad. I don't understand why she needed the jacket and why she needed to dye her hair. I feel like, but, but she, it feels like she needs an upgrade every movie, though, because the second one, she drank this dude's blood more powerful. Um, I don't, I forgot what the hell happened in the third one. I guess it was that bad. <laughs> or was this the third one? No. I, I think don't know. I don't know. Anyways, it's really bad. Um, I feel like she needs an upgrade every freaking time, though. It's every time. Yeah. Um, I just, I wasn't buying it. All right. Uh, what's your number four then? Fifty Shades Darker. Did not see it. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Take it away. Like, I've had people try to like debate me in this movie, um, saying that like this is a really romantic movie. It's a very, um, saying that like no, you don't get it, Ozzy. Like Christian Grey, like he's, you know, he's such a good guy. Let me tell you something. When a man, he's not a good guy. He's an absolute <laughs> dick. I'm gonna just gonna I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. he's an absolute dick. Um, when listen, listen, l- listen. Like when there's, when there's, this, when the only interesting part of this movie is when another girl wants to kill the other girl, right? And I was like, I mean, I don't know why. But I'm sold because I'm bored as hell in this movie. Um, and then he stops her by putting his hand out like Professor X. And then she s- sits down like a dog. We got issues. What the hell is that? That was so stupid. Like, I did not care about anything in this movie. And let me just say, I, I, will, I, will, I still cannot drop this. The fact that this lady... I think I said this in a review, Carlos. This man got into a, spoilers. If anybody <laughs> hasn't seen it, I honestly I kind of don't care for this movie at, at this point. But 
This man got into a helicopter into 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 an accident. Got into a helicopter accident, and this and they're reporting it. You got all of all the family over, over over their house because you know he got into like a major helicopter accident, and then like they're reporting it on the news. We don't know if Christian Gray survived. We don't know if he's here. Like they haven't found any bodies. As soon as she just got done saying that, he walks through the door. That is either the worst reporter of all time or their worst scene of all time who directs a scene like that like why would you build something up and then he just walked in the door like this to me i found that very stupid i found the whole romance stupid because she was she was she didn't want to be submissive but she was submissive at the same time does that make any sense (laughs) no um it just it was absolutely atrocious the performances were horrible the sex scenes were very awkward the there's no chemistry between either either of these characters whatsoever. The mythology behind Christian Grey is absolute garbage. They're, so, they're telling me that the books are better, and I'm kind of interested to read the books. But at the same time, it's like, do I though? So it's just, it's just, it was just, it was Fifty Shades of really bad. Yeah. Um, I have no interest in seeing this movie, and I probably will see the last one. I hope it's the last one. Um, I probably will see that because, I don't know, probably should help out Ozzy I out next time. I hate the poster for this movie. It's just <laughs> the, the new one? one. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just like, Mrs. Gray will see you now. Uh, I was like, can you not say that? Yeah. Um, it, but I, I'm not going to like try to catch up on these movies to... like. You know, I, I'm not, I'm just going to watch the new one and it, take it as it is. All right, moving on. My number three is Resident Evil, the final chapter. Again, this is very much like Underworld Blood Wars for me. Haven't seen any of the other franchise or any of the other movies in the franchise. I remember it being awful. That's pretty much it. Um, the only positive I remember saying about this movie is that you can tell that the lead, I can't even remember her name, but she cares about this franchise. Like, I think she gives her best. Not that that's necessarily any good, but this movie is poorly directed. It's poorly written. It, I remember the ending to this movie being really dumb. And I don't even think, like, I think this was the one where they kind of explained everything that's happened in the movies at the beginning. And... Like, it didn't even... The rest of the movie doesn't even make sense in context of what had happened before. It's just... The whole movie's dumb. I don't plan on ever watching any of the movies in this franchise again. And hopefully this truly is the final chapter for Resident Evil. 100%. Even though I didn't see it. (laughs) Alright. What's your number three? My number three is the Emoji movie. (laughs) Uh, Is that on your list? No, it is not. Take it away. Dude, I absolutely hated this movie. It was the worst <laughs> animation movie probably in the last five years. It was really bad. Um, I'm really mad that you made me watch it. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Go screw yourself, Carlos. I'm just so we watched a lot of bad it. movies this year. Yes, but I, that's the one thing I asked you. Just like, come on, man, we have to see it. We got to see it. And I was like, oh, I just did not want to see that movie. Just the whole <laughs> aspect of the movie was so dumb. And it's just like... That's when I honestly felt that Hollywood had no originality left because they're just they're down to the bottom of the freaking barrel. Like Sony, what the hell are you thinking, man? Just you're just going down for emojis, emojis, 
seriously? Who does that? It's like me looking at a doorknob. Like, yo, let me make a story about a doorknob. Like, what? I don't it's know. stupid. I absolutely makes... hated that movie. And the music was super cheesy. I don't yeah, even know why there was music in the freaking movie. It was just absolute crap. Um, I don't it was know. a waste of life for me. I, I could have I, used I, that doing something else. I know you actively hated this movie, and that's fine. I I understand why. I just, for me, it was just a really kind of dumb surface level movie. It's not a thing that I like actively just wanted to de- destroy or anything. Um, but I, I I disagree in one aspect that I will kind of I can kind of argue with you on. I don't think this is like lack of originality or anything like that, where they just ran out of ideas and like the emoji movie. I think from a business standpoint. I can completely understand where they would come to the conclusion that this could work. Because you have things like Wreck-It Ralph that worked. You have things like the Lego movie that worked. Where it's, those, those are just stupid, silly little things like a video game and, uh, and the Legos that you can make an actual story out of. Now, you can say that they didn't execute it properly, sure. But I think the idea is valid enough if we're saying that the Lego movie is valid. Obviously, in hindsight, we can say, of course a Lego movie works because, you know, you can do all this stuff. And it's like, but you, people hated the idea of a Lego movie. Like those people, what you just said about the Emoji movie, people were saying about the Lego movie. So I think the idea in itself is valid enough. It's just the execution is, is I, I agree it's idea. poor. I don't, think, I don't think the idea was valid enough. Like, what story can you come up with the freaking Emoji movie? And the story that they did come up with was absolutely stupid. I agree that the story was, they came up with was, was dumb. Very, but I think you very, can come up with something. Very stupid. Mm, I don't think you can. <laughs> That's just me, though. Because you can't. Because you have a bunch of faces doing, like a like, one movement... So I don't think you can do a story with something like that. I feel like with Record Ralph and stuff like that, sure, because they twisted it, but like they twisted it in a very interesting way. I haven't seen Record Ralph, so I can't really talk about Record Ralph. But um, I mean, they twisted it in a very different way, which, which what this is like what I had heard about it. But from this one, they didn't do that, and it was really done really badly. Maybe you know, maybe I can let the whole like, creativity thing slide, but. It was just really bad. It was crap. I and agree. I like it's I not a good used, movie. but And I could have used my time doing something else. That's more <laughs> important. That could help me in my future. Because this, I can't get that time back, Carlos. I can't. Look, we both watched some bad movies this year. And we both watched bad movies that the other person didn't watch. So, all right. Let's chill here. I just hate that. I just really hate them. I definitely movie. watched more movies than you did in January. Uh, did you? Yes, I did. Because there were a lot of bad horror movies that I went to go see that you did not go to see. So... Let's not act like I made it. Let's not act like I made you go to every bad movie. All right. <laughs> it makes me go to at least like eighty percent of them. All right. Well, you know what? <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But the movie is really is garbage. But all right. <laughs> it's it's a bad movie. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to my number two. Correct. Yes. Uh, it's a movie we've put off talking about, and it is Transformers: Last Night. I was shocked you had this movie so low. <laughs> Um, I mean, you're going to see what I have for number two and one. (laughs) Um, Look, I think when we when it first came out, we said that this was clearly even worse than Age of Extinction. I don't know if I still think that I think Age of Extinction is probably 
see, I act. This is another thing. I, I when I look at some of these movies, I go, "What did I actively like hate?" And I really despise the fact that it was made. Transformers: The Last Night. I don't really feel that way right now about it anymore. Maybe it's just because I'm so worn down by this franchise. But Age of Extinction, I really hate. Like, I hate that movie. This one, it's bad, and it might be technically a worse movie than Age of Extinction, but I don't, like, actively, like, hate this movie. But maybe it's because, again, I think it's, this franchise has worn me down, it is what it is, and I've just kind of accepted its horribleness, you know? I I don't know. Um, What do you have to say about this movie? Um... There's some good aspects to it, like like Bumblebee and and Optimus Prime fighting. That's obviously going to catch some people's attention. And but I mean, I think it was overall a really garbage movie. I still don't care for half the characters there. Optimus Prime was barely in the movie. It felt like it was the second one all over again. Um, bunch of crap. A bunch of you know robots fighting, and it's mainly about human characters again. I just I really didn't didn't care for i thought the girl was absolute garbage <laughs> it did not help me that there was a trailer where she's like yeah i'm a girl i'm gonna fight like a girl okay and i was like uh, sure <laughs> i guess i thought she was absolute trash um the movie's I just thought, visual noise you know it's just it really, things are happening it really is I, I think i think the only redeeming quality for me was the fact that um optimus prime and bumblebee were fighting i thought that was very i thought that was intense um because i do like i do like number one i do like three i do like number two from what i remember i haven't seen i haven't seen two or three in forever but um these movies have just gotten really bad and number five i thought and the thing is i was actually excited for five i really was because if it's something i'll give michael bass he makes the trailers look really good he does yeah whether you love or you hate his movies he makes the trailers for his movies he makes them look really freaking good so i was really excited for this movie um but and i even i even theorized with carlos i was like all right two and four were bad let's see if five is actually going to be good and fortunately five did not pick up pick up the pace but um it was bad that's why I gave it number six. It wasn't because there I did find some redeeming qualities in in it, like I just said. Yeah. But it was pretty bad. Um, I gave this movie a one point six for the record. All right, uh, Ozzy, what's your number two? Triple X: Return of Xander Cage. Okay, yeah, we I remember us disagreeing somewhat on the stupid fun aspect of this movie. I hated this movie. It's not on my list. So. I really did. <laughs> and Vin Diesel needs to stop because I, I can't I can't do it with this man. This man is making bank off of playing the same virtual characters. <laughs> um, I, I just I don't like this movie. This movie was absolute crap. The action in this movie was absolute crap. Um, I hated his one-liners because they were absolute cheesy garbage. Jesus. Um, the CGI was... <laughs> Oh, it's awful. Yeah. Like, I'm it not disagreeing with any of this. <laughs> um, something to be reckoned with. I mean, I just, I couldn't believe that this is, I think I had to work in the morning for this movie. And that's why I hate it even more. Because this is one of those movies where like, I'm sacrificing my time to see, see it. You can at least be entertaining, but you weren't. <laughs> and, you know, and I hate Vin Diesel. If Vin Diesel's good at one thing, it's a dramatic turn. <laughs> <And> <laughs> he did it more often than usual in this movie, and I couldn't stand it. 
be like Xander Cage, Xander Cage back in the game. And I was just like, can you stop? <laughs> um, this movie was absolute just pieces of, of garbage. And <laughs> I cannot believe that. Um, I can't believe that they let this man slide with him. <laughs> Jeez. Um, look, again, I just, I don't disagree with anything you just said. It's just, I remember being like, this was bad, but it's just so dumb that it's kind of funny. And I quite enjoyed just watching the stupidity of this movie. I think I went to go see this movie with a couple of friends. So maybe that helped or I had a couple of people with me and we're just kind of making fun of the movie as we go. I watched it. I watched this movie with your mother and your mother and I were looking <laughs> at each other. And we're just like, what the hell are we watching? <laughs> um, yeah, I was with your mom and we we're just like, um, uh, Hello? <laughs> like what, like what did we just pay to watch? Oh my God. This, so stupid. This isn't good. Oh, man. <laughs> it was so bad. And, um, yeah, it was... I think she wanted to go. I think she wanted to go. I was like, I can't. I mean, you guys can go, but I can't. <laughs> it was absolute garbage. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on um, to my number one which is the aforementioned Collide. That's my number 10. Yeah, I was shocked it was so low. I mean, I guess it's just so kind of forgettable. We did talk about it on our Forgettable Movies discussion, but there's the story doesn't make any sense whatsoever. There is some truly awful, awful CG in this movie and the performances. I mean, this is a movie where... People want so badly, or Felicity Jones in particular, wants so badly for people to forget this movie exists. Like, and it's so unfortunate and so clearly a studio decision to put this movie a month after Rogue One comes out. You know, like they clearly wanted people to go, all right, it's Felicity Jones, Rogue One. Like, yeah, go see this movie. And. You know, I wish Felicity Jones was probably begging them not to play this movie after Rogue One. Um, and it's just, it's truly awful. There's not much redeeming qualities to this movie. Um, I gave this movie, and this should tell you something, because Ozzy gave quite a few movies a, well, at least two movies, like a zero point something. Or in one case, which I'm sure is going to be his number one, a negative something like he wanted to. Um, I give this movie a 0.6 and I don't do that. Like that, it, it, I generally don't go very far below one like that. Like I don't do 0.6. This movie is awful. It truly is. And it's the worst movie of the year. This movie, nobody's ever heard of and good. Don't see it. Don't, if you pass it on your DVR or on Netflix one day, like don't click on it. It's awful. Well, it was really bad. <laughs> Jeez. Um, it was complete garbage. Anthony Hopkins and Ben Kingsley, why? <laughs> There's so many people in this movie I forget all the time. Yeah, I mean, and Felicity Jones and Nicholas Holt, what were you thinking? <laughs> Come on. I mean, I know you I gotta just, work, but jeez. <laughs> jeez, man, you're killing me. You're really killing me with supporting you right now, because it, it just sucks. Like, I want to support Emma Watson and some of these things, but The Circle, come on. What are you doing? I just don't understand. I mean, people read these scripts, and they're just like, I mean, uh, get a paycheck. But come on. I mean, for me, it's just absolute garbage. These films, that, that movie was just crap. 
didn't make any sense. Why was Felicity Jones blonde? <laughs> what does that have to do? Doesn't make any sense. Oh my gosh! Doesn't that's just the smallest nitpicking? But why was she blonde? Right. Um, I just the, the motivation behind behind him being being what he was doing. I'm talking about Nicholas Holt. Yeah. I didn't care for. Um, for me, he was still a douchebag. I didn't care for the relationship between Nicholas Holt and and Felicity Jones because it was so rushed. I did not care for that at all, whatsoever. Um, it was just absolute garbage, and I'm glad I forgot about that movie. <laughs> All right. Um, what is your number one? I think I know what it is. Ah, oh, Bad Mom's Christmas. I have never wanted to leave a theater more. <laughs> I give this. I think I get this movie a zero point nine, and that's just me being nice. Um, I absolutely hated this movie. The moms made absolutely no sense. Mila Kunis's kids were absolute douchebags because they didn't even understand why Mila Kunis was acting the way she was. I was just like, do you? Do you know what your grandmother just did? And you're going to say that she's ruining your life? I'm sorry. And they bring up the dad, and I'm just like, yeah, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Your mom was just like, yeah, go ahead and cheat on me. It's fine. What? Like, it just didn't make any sense for me. I don't understand why they made a sequel to the first one. I really don't, especially so soon. But I just really didn't like it. Um, This one felt like a forced music video. Just because, like, there's, like, a whole montage here, which I did not like. I didn't care for. I didn't laugh at all. Um, this was absolute trash. Um, this movie was trying to be this year's girl's trip and it absolutely utterly failed at being a girl's trip. A girl's trip was 20 times better than this film. Um, don't watch this at all. I'm very disappointed in this movie. Yeah. It was absolute crap. Um, I just, it was, God, I can't believe this movie even came out. It was just really bad. Yeah, it's, um, excuse me, I have a dog right next to me who is demanding attention. Um, but, yeah, this, this movie is not, it, it's just, it's not funny. And I think that's the biggest thing, like, you would think that this movie would at least have some humor to it, and not much of it really works. Like, it misses drastically more than it hits. Drastically. That is not, it's just, I don't know. And the moms, the the grandmas, excuse me, or whatever, it was a terrible addition. Like, I know that's like the natural thing to go to, be like, oh, add the mom's moms, you know, and then make it make sense. It just, it doesn't, the, the, none of these characters are believable human beings and it, and they don't act like believable human beings. And it's just, you can't connect to that. And if you can't connect to it, then you can't get a lot of the humor unless you're going to make it absolutely ridiculous. So it's just, it doesn't work. It, the, the whole movie doesn't work. So agree. All right. Um, I guess, does that wrap it up? As I think we both did our number one. So, yep, that wraps it up. We're not going to do any recommendations because our top 10 favorites our recommendations exactly. so go watch, go watch all it. of those movies um but all right Carlos, where can people find you on social media all right you can find me on twitter and instagram at cherry 456 and make sure you follow us all over social media all at screenfellows facebook twitter instagram the youtube channel and all of that as well the website as well um yeah and again we're not trying to be super negative with the worst i i know there's a little bit of a backlash against people doing worse it's like why would you be negative about uh uh industry that you like and it's like well yeah but if we're gonna do our favorites then why not do our worst every action has an equal and opposite reaction like it's not like we're hating on the industry it's just 
you know, it's fun to talk about bad things sometimes. Relax. I'm saying, man. Absolutely. It's just, it's just been really bad. It's been a bad year, but it's been a good year as well. So, <laughs> whatever. Um, all right, guys. We, you guys can find me on social media on, on, uh, Twitter at Castro Ozzy. And also, if you guys want to email me any recommendations, uh, as in TV shows, movies, stuff like that, you guys can email me at, at Ozzy.Castro at screenfellas.com. Guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, check out our content this past year on ScreenFellas uh, on the YouTube channel. And also check us out on uh, the website. Have some great reviews there. Again, if you guys want to check out our past reviews and you guys like written reviews better, uh, we do have some great content on there. All right, guys, this is ScreenFellas. Fellas.